It's Fox Force 5. Nicola, how are you? I'm well, Kelly, how are you? I'm okay. Yeah, we got a, we're on Zoom here and we got a funny um, recorded message from Zoom there. got a bit of a fright. Um, yeah, no, all good. Now, I have to warn you, the kids are in the house. This is the first time <laughs> we've ever recorded the podcast. The kids are in the house. This could go dramatically wrong. There could be like blood-curdling screams coming from downstairs at any point. Nobody's been killed. That's just the way they are. Um, <laughs> Stuart born at the moment with an inch of his life. Don't make noise. <laughs> Do you know what I said? Just please don't bang doors. Don't bang doors because they, they have a tendency to smash open the door and smash close the door. Mm. But Effie's thing at the moment is, um, oh no! Oh really? Oh, no. <laughs> Everything she says is, oh no! If something is not like going the way it's supposed to go or if you can't reach oh, something really? or if she's falling uh-huh. off something or if the wrong thing is on the telly or whatever. Oh no! Oh bless her! <laughs> Oh, the so, dramatics yeah, very of dramatic. it all. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> when, when they like, when if we're ever out and about, I'm gonna have to like muzzle them. I swear to God, it's terrible. But yeah, um, I was thinking no, about I'm, that. You know, with fine. things reopening and stuff, like the girls wouldn't be used to going places at all. And Effie, bless her, has only been to a restaurant I'd say once or twice ever. <laughs> she. A well, she, baby. she made that trip to Kendi's farm a few weeks ago, and she was good. She didn't bat an eyelid, mm. really. You know. Um, She's cool out, actually. Yeah, I'd say there are some people out there who are maybe a little bit worried about their babas not having me- met that many people during lockdown. But she seems grand. Yeah. I don't know. All kids are different, I suppose. So yeah, we'll we'll see now <laughs> over the coming weeks how mm. she gets on with strange environments. Like I don't think she's. I don't know if she's ever been in a supermarket. Isn't that strange? Yeah, I saw a video yeah. actually of a COVID baby being in the supermarket and it was so funny, their reaction, you know? It's like, I think all the colours and noise and everything, it was mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like she would have been when she was very small, like still yeah. in her, her pram or whatever. But anyway, there you go. But um, anyway, I had to run out, rush off there and actually brush my teeth as well. Why? <laughs> so, I fresh breath. so I fresh breath for you for the podcast because I, I ate a few like cheese and onion, these new cheese and oh, onion hunky no, dories, which are delicious, oh, but, the but they're so yeah. strong yeah, that like 20 minutes later, I was like still going, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know. Is there stuff you ever, is there ever stuff you eat and you're like, I have to go and brush my teeth after oh, that? Mostly it's those cool. things, those kind of things. Like I think salt and vinegar are fine if you eat crisps, but if you even have mm. like, that's why I don't really like, so, um cheese and onion just because the aftertaste oh my mm. god Ugh. but so also strong. like onions you know normal onions but I feel like if you onions. ate a sandwich with raw onions in it it wouldn't be as offensive as some of these yeah, crisps I, I suppose they accentuate the um the flavor yeah or whatever, I find like, actually you know. spring onions are grand for that what a random conversation mm. but spring onions are grand but like if you had like red or white I don't know sometimes I'd be like ah oh, I need to go brush with it or eat like a pack of chewing gum <laughs> the great downfall of the toasted sandwich mm. yeah toasted special but um yeah no and then um i was having a chit chat with Stuart there before i came up as well because we um his work did this nice thing where they gave him all like 25 quid each to buy something um green garden related Aww, you know like a pot nice. plant or a tree or a yeah, seeds for the garden or whatever idea. so um we had tried to get something a couple of weeks ago and it was like sold out everywhere but I trust the old Aldi the other day I picked up a couple of um just little pop, indoor pot plants you mm. know so they're cool I got a Sansevieria and a Heliconia <laughs> <laughs> but anyway the, the, there was about six or seven different plants there and I literally like googled them standing in the shop and it was like 
can I kill this easily? I know, mm-hmm. I have to do that too, yeah. yeah. I got a lily so was, thing a while ago, all right, I was a bit worried about it because it's like, you know, one of those indoor lilies and like mm-hmm. mom gave me one, a peace lily and it's still okay, although it dies sometimes and I have to kind of bring it back to life. To but this thing it. then, it's grand. It's like not direct sunlight, but I have it sitting on a windowsill, but it's been fine so mm-hmm. far. We'll see. I hope I don't kill it because it is sad, like when they start to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm usually pretty good with the indoor plants now. Outdoor plants, different story, total disaster. But um, anyway, we've got two new plants. I feel like we've got two new uh, roommates. New but, babies. Um, I'll take a picture. I'll take a picture and stick it up in a way. But um, yeah, I love a bit of greenery. Like I'd love to have loads of plants. But of course, there's loads of work and loads mm. of plants. So I kind of... yeah stay away from it but I suppose the key is to get very low maintenance ones and then you're sorted yeah but the house plant has had a massive revival hasn't it since like mm. lockdown and all that mm. like it's such a big thing I see even like in the marina market in Cork you know they've all different stands and stuff they have like a plant stand now you know yeah. <laughs> quite a nice mm. funky plant stand and mm-hmm. Black Rock Market has a plant stand and they never did it before so yeah it's really mm. in well I tell you what we're going to be talking about plants again a little bit later there's a little uh teaser for what's oh, coming up so in one of my excited. items mm-hmm. okay anyway pushing on let's get started uh this is fox force five we're going to tell you five things you need to know this week up first is number one one so top five small changes to make your life more environmentally friendly oh, nicola murphy green carrying on uh, their green trend yes <laughs> actually I, I'll, I'll explain what got me thinking of this when we come to it in a minute um but first up is cup on and i had great fun with the titles of each section i'll just tell you did you make this uh, yourself so, for hours yeah i did, oh, well I, did. Done. I did i didn't lift it off some website will you go to outer here no i'm just wondering my, what the different uh, you were saying insulting my journalism oh my god well, okay cup on uh, cup on i'm excited yes go on is it something to do with kettles cup you on. should let me guess now which everyone mm. is is it something she was just putting one cup into oh, some the of kettle? them are really self-explanatory come on <laughs> but is it to do with kettles okay. no cups no no what no is it? no okay go on so this is something a lot of people would do already certainly for drinking water which is carrying around your uh reusable water bottle Mm. but also we need to encourage people to do it more for coffee because i think people see paper cups as recyclable and they kind of think oh it's not as bad for the environment or whatever Mm. but i think you know like shopping bags and face masks we've got into the habits of carrying them around with us everywhere the coffee cup the reusable coffee cup needs to be that thing as well because you know it's completely acceptable nowadays to go into a coffee shop and give them your cup and they will put whatever you want in it blah 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 we just need to get better Mm. at doing that um and we can make these habits fairly quickly as i say like the example of the face masks etc so uh normalize bringing your own receptacle and if you're prone to eating on the go you could have a set of reusable cutlery Mm. in your car as well or whatever that you you know you can return to the car when it's been washed along with your cup um number two bamboo it baby so uh Mm. look for alternatives to plastic bamboo is great because it's biodegradable so for things like toothbrushes children's crockery cutlery phone covers containers hairbrushes laundry baskets jewelry sunglasses and god knows Mm. what else bamboo is a good alternative is that what the cutlery is made from you know that the wooden cutlery is that's very bamboo yeah kind of wooden looking exactly yeah so that's handy and it's great for kids stuff because kids have a tendency to break everything uh Mm. so that's why you end up buying them plastic plates and plastic cups and all that but bamboo will do the trick just as well Mm. uh now grow me the money see what i did there oh yes it's very good (laughs) 
the thought of a vegetable patch may strike fear into the hearts of a lot of people but you can start small even a window box with herbs mm. and work your way up tomatoes and peppers are manageable in a window box too and for the more ambitious like my neighbours here they have grown tons of great stuff in their garden from like kale to rhubarb to potatoes uh, it just depends on how dedicated you are and how much space you've got but everybody can pretty much and uh, get grown theirs as well it's like lifted off the ground so it's so handy it means like they just have mm-hmm. those big boxes that they grow in which is brilliant mm-hmm. because I think some people like if it was me now I'd be thinking oh I need to dig up my ground to do it but you don't really you just need a no. big grow box you can make those elevated yeah. beds yeah they're great so just some well if you've got a handy person around you can make them just a bit of wood and then fill them up with compost yeah, essentially definitely. that's it I have a basil um, plant I've been trying to, it was looking good there I have to say it was looking good for about four or five weeks and in the last week this bloody basil plant it looks really sad and I don't know why mm. I put new compost into it and then I watered it and I thought that would help it and actually I think I've, I've just place. killed it now <laughs> it's on the way out no, the I think. new compost doesn't that sounds like too no, much of a change yeah, maybe doesn't like it mm. so and I was so proud of myself because it's so hard to keep them alive basil plants yes. <laughs> yeah. so yeah um, very rewarding though when it does work yeah know? it is and when you can put it into your dinner yeah. it's amazing mm-hmm. yeah. it's amazing um, next one is prevention is better than manure. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Reduce food waste and packaging by buying loose veg. So you only buy what you need and don't put them in those little plastic bags. You'll wash yeah. them or peel them when you get home. So there's no need. Um, I hate buying big bags of vegetables because I end up tr- end up throwing mm. out half of them. You know, so I've a tendency to buy my veg in stores that sell loose vegetables and there was great guns last year loads of places said they were bringing it in but then they didn't really but it's you know, annoying though because I see loose. even in the one in the English market now they have the little plastic bags they used to have paper bags mm. and now they have the plastic bags it's like oh you know and then you kind of feel weird if you have your own tote bag or something putting the veg into it's like they're going to think I tried to wrap it <laughs> Oh, I know when you're you picking know, it when up. You're picking, you know, I, like, like I used yeah. to always get like six uh, red delicious apples. They're so nice, you know. And I hear my mm. six apples trying not to drop the bloody things. But yeah, mm. only plastic bags. Just throw them into the bag and bring them over, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's not ideal, is it? Mm. Um, but yeah, there's lots of stores around the country now where you can bring your own containers and buy what idea. you need. Yeah, like Go Green in Killarney. So cutting packaging, you know, you bring a jar mm. or a lunchbox or whatever. Tupperware. So if you want to go a step further with this and you have the time, spend a week logging what you're throwing out into your food waste caddy. And you might see a pattern that you kind of didn't realize mm. was there before. So you might realize you're buying too much of something and or you think the kids like a particular thing, but it turns out they don't, you know. Mm. Um, and if you're really obsessed with this, there are apps out there that will keep track of what's in your fridge and tell you when it's what? going off and tell you what you can cook with it. Now, wow. I was trying to find a name of one and I failed miserably <laughs> but um, if I find it I'll put it in the notes the show notes mm. afterwards and the last one and this is ditch the disposables we all use stuff every day to clean and tidy up that we don't need to most likely I'm talking about baby wipes tin foil cling film face pads nappies and even sanitary products there are alternatives to all of these that with a little perseverance and willing you can survive without so wipes and face pads you can use a face cloth to do mo- much of that But if you want the ease of not having to wet the cloth or the pads, you can get these amazing sets where you essentially make your own wipes. And the company I saw doing this are called CheekyWipes.com. So you get two boxes. One is for the clean wipes and one is for the dirty wipes. And essentially what you do is you fill up the clean one with water and a couple of drops of oil that you get with it. You pop your 25 wipes, I think it is, you get with it. 
into it, they kind of soak up the water and they're ready to use as wipes. Brilliant. And then when they're dirty, you put them into the dirty box, which already contains water and a couple of drops of another yeah. oil. And that starts to break down the dirt when you put them in. And then you get home and you throw them in the wash just to kind of do the Brilliant. rest of the job. So really handy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they do nappies as well. Like, I mean, our grandmothers use terry towel yeah. nappies, you know. Mm. It's not exactly a pleasant thought. But you can actually, if that's a step too far, you can buy those... Um, reusable nappies that you get the inserts for which is kind yeah. of like an in-between step mm. so you can maybe start with that if you weren't ready to go full blown terry toweling um but that cheek those, that cheeky wipes company they also do period protection and the reason i even thought about all this this week was because pennies have these new period protection knickers and i saw them yeah online and i thought this is really interesting so um Basically, what it is, is depending on how heavy your period is mm. or not, you can get away with just wearing the knickers or then you can put in these inserts. That's yeah, brilliant. And or a pad if you need to, if it's heavy or whatever. So it's brilliant. Um, and then there's another alternative, which is a moon cup. So some people might go for that and they last for years. Apparently something like 30,000 century products wash up on the world's beaches every day. Know, so that's a that's bit... Terrible. I have um, heard some funny stories about the moon cup though and people like, and you know, finding oh, them you? in random places and people washing them in dishwashers and oh God, I've heard oh, some no. terrible stories, you know, just from people who like have talked about it and promoted them and stuff. Roommates or something. they would also oh, tell no. like horrendous stories, you know, or like, you know, going yeah. on a first, you know, intimate date, I suppose, with somebody and like leaving the moon cup in the shower and forgetting about it and oh God... <laughs> You die, Jesus! Funny yeah, though, yeah. But they are brilliant. So, I mean, look, I haven't tried it myself, yeah. but it's definitely was something I keep meaning to. So look into. good for the environment yeah. compared to creating all that plastic waste. Um, tin foil and cling film. You can get these beeswax wraps. I got them a few weeks ago on Aldi. They are absolutely brilliant. Oh, really, brilliant. Let's get those. I'm very yeah, bad for they're, that. They're so good. I thought they'd be like finicky you know and useless not stay on they're brilliant mm, i would recommend them brilliant. highly like you can't use them you can't wrap like smelly things so you couldn't wrap an onion or you couldn't wrap smelly yeah. cheese with them mm. but you can wrap you know like vegetables like things that are not really potent smelling and then you just you um rinse them with a bit of soapy water and mm. they're perfect ready to go again really brilliant. good brilliant. and there's an irish uh, website called outlook.ie and they uh, are sorry green outlook.ie and they've lots of those types of products the cool. reusable containers beeswax covers pads etc so there you go saving Very the planet good. one step at a time one podcast at a time saving the planet <laughs> yes indeed okay Thanks number two two over to you nick two so this week on entertainment i actually am going to talk about Things that aren't necessarily like very big at the moment, but like TV shows that I think you should invest your time in, basically. So the first one is something I started watching a couple of months ago, and it's apps. So it's only going to appeal to a very small genre of you out there, okay? And that is the mm-hmm. genre that enjoys really trashy American reality TV. So <laughs> you would be more like a Big Brother reality TV fan. You wouldn't really be mm-hmm. anymore. Although, like, obviously, we were all kind of into Big Brother back in the day. But this is, like, calling out to all the fans of, like, um, Real Housewives. That kind of a mm-hmm. buzz, you know, of real, like, American trash. So, Do you know what? I've just always avoided that because I think I would get stuck in it. <laughs> it's like... addictive. So addictive. It's another thing. And, and you know, Love Island was one where I'd FOMO for a while. And I was like, not watching, not watching, not watching. And then I watched it. And I got so hooked for that one <laughs> summer. Oh my God, it was, I felt dirty. 
and then I was like I'm never watching this again when this is over but I couldn't leave it you know so yeah I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with mm. reality tv but sorry go on no but it's it's like so like I can't wait Love Island's coming back the end of June I can't wait I will happily put my hand up I'm not ashamed of it at all to say I'm a massive Love Island fan and like huh. love the characters love the drama just uh, like hook it to my veins to be honest <laughs> and it's just <laughs> accountable like tv you can like account isn't the right word but count on you know during the summer because mm. tv is so crap mm-hmm. but anyway we'll talk about love island i'm sure when it happens in june but um so this is below deck so i've saw loads of people might have watched this or heard of this also i'm interested already so this <laughs> is so what was happening i was watching something else i think it was maybe i was watching like so, I don't know, superstars and something like that. And it kept coming on, you know, as the ads to kind of promote, like, what to watch next kind of thing. You sucker. So, I'm such a sucker, right? But this was really oh, big. Oh, I saw an ad for it, actually. Yeah, go on, go on. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, this Not was really big, like, in the first or second lockdown. I mean, who can remember which lockdown now? But I remember those people on about it and me being like, what are they talking about? And I didn't actually realize it was, like, pure reality TV stuff, you know? I thought it was, like, mm. dramatized. Now, obviously, they are all a bit dramatized. Anyway, and it's definitely a bit scripted. But I started watching it. And oh my gosh, I've like wasted many hours of my life on it. It's such trash, <laughs> but it's about um, staff on like multi-million dollar yachts and mm, the yachts oh can all be like chartered. So you mm. not only get these kind of like, you know, obviously crazy kind of guys that are working on the yacht and all their relationships and stuff, but you get the guests. And I'd swear I'm nearly more interested by the guests because they're all like, a bit mad and weird and like okay. you know strange really rich people really really yeah. rich and you know it just shows that like money does not buy like manners personality they're so rude <laughs> oh my god sometimes they're oh. so rude obnoxious the things that they say to the girls like just horrendous but like i can't turn it off it's like car crash tv i just love it i just can't turn it off so there's four seasons on netflix so as well there's loads there so if you want to watch it get on it um and there's actually even more seasons i think if you sign up to uh now tv they've uh, have all of those kind of reality tv shows like all the real housewives and all that and they also have below deck so like i said loads of them there on netflix so if you wanted to throw them on you know, a few of my friends mm. now uh, started their maternity leave because they've had uh, beautiful baby mm-hmm. boys so it's uh, definitely one for oh. that kind of time when you're not uh, distracted by you know well obviously you're very distracted but you well, know yeah, when you've you got can... to totally allow yourself to watch absolute trash, trash if yeah, you're exactly. up with the baby in the night yeah. yeah i think my favorite thing was um what was that that um, Airbnb thing that was in Australia. Oh yeah, uh, million millionaire B and B or something like that. Hotel yeah. something or another was it? Yeah, that yeah, was, it was British. Anyway. Very good. Yeah. So that was my first pick, and then the second one is also something that I think everyone should invest their time in. Now I haven't watched it in a little while, but it was still one of the best series I've watched in the last year, and it's Pose. So I know I mm. said to you a few times to watch it and I don't know if you got it. I watched a few episodes and I actually was enjoying it, but it just went off my radar. Mm. I had a lot of other stuff that was on as well. Yeah. And yeah, I must go back to it. So the newest season just started in the States in May. So um, it's going to be on Netflix later this year. So that's why I think it's worth anybody checking it out because you have two good seasons to watch before the third one is added to Netflix. So it's 
just brilliant oh my god the character is amazing the music is amazing everything I just found it absolutely mm. therapeutic I have to say going through COVID and all this it was just such a joy to watch so mm. Pose is an American drama uh, it's based in New York it's all about the African American and Latino LGBTQ and gender non-conforming drag ball culture that um, was a big scene in the 1980s and it goes through kind of I suppose in the first season you kind of get the late 80s and the second season you get the early 90s and now the latest season is kind of 94 onwards so it's all about Mm -hmm. that culture and like the characters in it are just amazing um some of them just to give you a couple of their like names you can nearly imagine so actually the one person you'd recognize is billy porter so everybody knows Mm -hmm. billy porter he always turns up in very fabulous outfits to the oscars and things like that kind of mad things he was the one who had the you know the curtains remember he did like a hat and and he pressed the button and it like (laughs) true through yeah. the curtain of the hat yeah. so he's, he's pray tell he's one of the main characters in it and kind of runs the balls and is the MC of all the balls and um then you have the I suppose the girls who walk in the balls and they all have their own houses so you have mm-hmm. your house of eleganza and uh, house of abundance and all this and then the characters within the houses and it's just brilliant and just stunning absolutely stunning women I just can't get over them they're absolutely gorgeous and the style mm-hmm. is class and the music is amazing and actually in one of the episodes in season two it's really interesting they go, they go through like Vogue and how Vogue was mm-hmm. actually from the ballrooms in New York and that's where mm-hmm. Madonna got the inspiration for it and that mm-hmm. so it's really cool again um highly entertaining worth definitely investing your time in and it's two seasons so you've got 20 something episodes yeah. to what? The other thing is, it's kind of enlightening in terms of what was happening in the 80s. Well, the, I was watching this first series that was set in the 80s in terms of, uh, as you say, LGBTQ plus history mm. and um, how they were treated in New York in the early 80s and the kind of issues that were burgeoning at the time, like HIV and AIDS, mm, obviously. Yeah. And um the music was brilliant. Yeah, mm. so I must go back to it. Absolutely. We watched um, The Imitation Game, which is actually from about three or four years ago, um, about Alan Turing, the guy mm. that cracked the Enigma code oh, for the yes. British during World War Two. I have meant to watch it for literally years. Benedict Cumberbatch, it, is that that one? Yes, oh, yes Benedict it's brilliant. Cumberbatch. Sure, he's brilliant. Mm. Um, I didn't realise actually that... Um, what's her face is in it? Kira Knightley as yeah. well. She's in mm. it. But... Um, it was really good it was very sad but really good and definitely if you just want a quality film that's um you could rely on kind of thing um with some great acting performances Mm. and a very interesting story definitely recommend that it's on netflix yeah that was brilliant yeah it was definitely that i remember we went to the cinema to see it actually and it didn't get Mm. as much exposure as i think it should have because it's actually a brilliant Mm. movie and he's amazing in it benedict cumberbatch it's such a he's amazing such an interesting character isn't he in it (laughs) because he's verging on like he's quite rude and abrupt at the way he is but like Mm. you can tell it's just he's so highly intelligent story is so Mm. tragic like they Mm. basically put down his life to saving i know was it four like millions yeah. of lives what he did save millions of lives and I won't give the end of it away but basically he's gay and he gets arrested for being gay mm. and what they do to him is just unspeakable but check it out it's a really good watch and it's educational again so yeah there you go that's yeah so that's TV. our entertainment for this week cool next up is number three 
free. Okay, for our Fox of the Week this week, Nicola, you're going to love this. One of your favorite oh, really? women out there, none other than Iris Epfel. Oh, that's a good one. This is a good one. We, yeah. we don't tell each other anything in advance anymore, so it's always a surprise. <laughs> oh, so, so there's an actor called Norman Lloyd who, do- who died a few weeks back, and he was 106 when he yeah. died, and he was still working. And he got me thinking of who what you know really elderly people are still working Mm. you know females and she popped into my mind um you know and there's obviously lots of professionals out there working in their 70s and 80s and 90s but iris is one woman who is absolutely smashing it in her given field uh she is 99 now she's going to turn 100 this august fingers crossed in a way and uh She's an interior designer and fashion icon. She was born in Queens in New York and started collecting jewellery as a child. She studied art history at New York University and attended the art school in the University of Wisconsin. She worked on a fashion magazine in her early career and for an interior designer. And she met and married her husband, Carl Apfel, and they set up Old World Weavers, which was a textile firm. And they ran it until they retired in inverted commas in 1992. So one of the contracts they had as part of that um, company was they used to do the interiors for the White House. So every time a president would come in, um, they would talk to them and their get their requirements and do it up accordingly. Cool. So she's spoken in interviews about this in the past and she said that... Um, it was a pretty easy gig, really, except there was one spanner in the works when Jackie Kennedy came in. Oh, and she, she was said, very individual, um, Jackie. Yeah, that she employed a very famous Parisian designer to gussy up the house and make it a real <laughs> Frenchy. And the design community went bananas. And uh, they had to, she said, after that, we had to throw it all out and start oh, wow. again. Wow, <laughs> oh my gosh. So she wasn't happy with Jackie O. But um, yeah, the couple tra- traveled all over the world and Iris would buy non-Western artisanal clothes and she'd wear these to various society parties. So she really stood out and people would kind of begin to recognize her. And if anyone doesn't know who we're talking about, you've probably seen her on TV. She's a tiny little gray haired old lady but she wears usually like supersized glasses, glasses and supersized jewelry and, and beautiful and colors yeah, yeah she's very super stylish cool. altogether mm-hmm. but um what actually propelled her into the spotlight in her twilight years was when she was asked to create a collection of costume jewelry that was shown at the costume institute at moma in new york and that was 2005 and she styled the jewellery on mannequins wearing her own clothes. So she basically oh. like, it was basically like all her own stuff and how she'd wear it, you oh, know. Good. So, in, I mean, she was in her 80s at this point. Um, but it was the first time a museum has ever showcased an, ex- an exhibition about clothing and accessories where the person was a living person and not a designer, you yeah. know. Um so she signed to the IMG modeling agency and went on to model for brands like Kate Spade and Mac Makeup. Wow. And she also began lecturing at the University of Texas. She was married for 68 years to oh. Carl, who died on the 1st of August in 2015, aged 100. God bless him. Wow. They both have serious innings. And she calls herself a geriatric starlet and is famed for her no-nonsense attitude. And she loves a bargain and still finds wonderful jewellery and clothes in flea markets. So there's hope for us oh, all yet. Fabulous. And 
currently the Museum of Lifestyle and Fashion in Florida is designing a building that will house a dedicated gallery of her clothes, accessories wow. and furnishings. Wow. So her um, her Twitter bio says, more is more and less is a bore. <laughs> and uh, I think my friend Una coined that phrase first, but uh, we leave her <laughs> off with it. So Iris Apfel, our Fox of the Week. It's yeah, she's great. Uh, brilliant. There's a documentary about her and I actually think it's on Amazon yes. Prime. It's brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's just called Iris and it's uh it's really good it's well worth a watch i think you can rent it on youtube as well if people are so inclined it's only like three or four quid i think to rent I, things like that i get the impression she is a proper new yorker like real balls yeah because when you said florida i was a bit surprised you'd think mm. that they would have done something for her in new york because she's a pure mm. new yorker i'd say <laughs> mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. very cute. yeah oh, i look forward to that i might watch that documentary yeah so she's great so we'll stick some images of her up on um social media and stuff anyway so you can check her out and Long live Iris Apfel. I'd say she's a few years left in her yet. Mm. Okay, number four. Four. So this week, Kelly, I need you to play along with me. So go on, get up your uh, phone there. I hope you have it next to you. Do you have your phone with you? I do, sure. Where would your phone ever be? But not beside you, for God's sake. So in uh, Twitter. So go to Twitter. And then up at the top. Yeah. You're going to type in People. Just in search, yeah. 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 <laughs> Selling. Oh, Jesus, what's this? Is this going to incriminate me? Or... <laughs> no, it's not that actually. <laughs> Mirrors. <laughs> that's the first thing that came up. Oh, okay. this account is so funny because if you think about it, okay. How do you sell a mirror? You have to take a picture. You have to take a picture of it, you know? So, oh, this is so funny. I'm guaranteeing you hours of entertainment on Twitter of people selling mirrors. I can see it already, (laughs) what they're talking about. So there's people's like hands popping out of like doorways trying to take pictures. And then you just have random animals (laughs) that are just like sitting in rooms and like people looking in shock and also like dodgy stuff. This may be the biggest waste of time (laughs) uh, ever of all time, but I'm following okay but there's oh, it's just so it funny i mean if you just scroll down through it and please anybody listen listening do this as you uh, listen to us just pop it into twitter and have a look oh just the most random images you know you just see because obviously you see the people who are selling them like because they're taking a picture yeah. of the mirror so you see their reflection in all the pictures <laughs> Mm-hmm. so some of the stuff and I, do you know what I like about it too you could really put together like a little story about these certain pictures and people you know and their lives yeah, because sometimes you, totally you can could. see like their whole like house you know sometimes you can see oh all my the god rooms. some of them are borderline inappropriate as well yeah. oh my god that's hilarious yeah. so if they take it at a bad angle and just, you know, we've all been there where we've taken a picture of something and maybe not realized what was in the background or whatever. Like sometimes yeah. I remember when I'd be taking pictures of like, you know, if you have an outfit on or something and you're like, oh, I, yeah. I definitely would have done it, send you pictures of it. And then the mess in the background. Like underwear or whatever. strewn over Yeah, or whatever. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love it. And like some of them then like look like such nice people. And some of them are like really questionable, you know. And, <laughs> and some of them are little mirrors. And some of them are big mirrors. And it's all different things. And again, like you've tried to keep your eye out um, for what's in the background, you know. Um, oh, it. so funny. I don't know. Like it's people just like kind of forget or what. But 
very funny, very silly, obviously. So I don't have anyone as uh, cool as we did over the last few weeks, maybe. But it's still worth a gawk if you're looking for. This is the um, content we live for, Nicola. Yeah, this yeah. is what we live for. It's what it's, it's not mindless entertainment. Yeah, it wouldn't be as uh, fancy as Fessel now or anything like that. But uh, have a look. It's so funny. Like I just found myself laughing at it so much, like just the different contexts of where people are and what they're doing and what's in the background and people like half naked and not realizing or somebody else in the room is half naked and not realizing and then they're posting them obviously mm. on things like oh, done deals crazy. selling them so this oh. account is just all like finding all those pictures so anyway that's my silly uh give it a follow for distraction of life uh post this give week it a follow. so it's <laughs> uh at people selling mirrors yeah and at i actually did have a look because um i was wondering was there one on instagram there is something similar i was gonna say instagram. were you buying a mirror <laughs> no i just saw actually it was i have to give kudos to um karis because she actually liked one of them that was funny and i went into it so i kind of got the nod from her actually mm, um the cousin. idea our cousin um mm. but the one on instagram actually isn't as good so don't even bother <laughs> stick with the twitter oh, version twitter yeah isn't it funny the way some things take off on certain social media and not on others but yeah, yeah. because this is very visual so you would think that it would be more yeah. of an instagram thing than twitter like you know um but again it's if, because twitter is easier to scroll than instagram i think yeah it's really, true isn't yeah. It? yeah but it's all back to where um back to you know when i was recommending ugly irish homes same kind of thing you know that nosiness that we mm. would have inherent in us as yeah. irish people it definitely satisfies Absolutely. a bit of that so check it out people selling mirrors nice one and if anybody wants to suggest quirky social media accounts drop us on our line there we might pick, use a few of them Absolutely. <laughs> okay cool number five so a few weeks back we had Imelda May on as our Fox of the Week and we were talking about the disparity between men and women when it comes to airplay and radio time in Ireland and I said I'd come back to this because there was some research came out in it and a collective called Why Not Her was set up in the last few years and its aim is to amplify the voices of women in music, entertainment uh, and the arts industry. So they are hoping that by creating awareness about these inequalities um and the areas they highlight, such as gender disparity and the airwaves, that the possibility of legislative change will be more forthcoming and the data-empowered studies they are publishing will assist people and organisations who want to help tackle the issue. Mm. So data is kind of key for them, which I think is important. And, you know, these days everybody wants to know the facts and the figures, which is fair enough. So in general terms, when they talk about women in the workforce, they say that they, on average, they earn less than 14.4% than men and are less likely to work in occupations that are highest paid. Women are 25 times more likely to look after their home and family and leave behind their ambitions. So, but more specifically, um, they recently published a report that they produced into disparity in women's voices on the radio. And it was put together by Linda Coogan Byrne, who is a music publicist with a collective of journalists and researchers. And it's a big report and it covers a lot of areas, but I'd just like to talk a little bit about some of the interesting areas it covers. So it says at the top of the charts, things are incredibly bleak for Irish artists, especially women. Over a four year period between 2015 and 18, only nine Irish entries hit the top 10. That's unbelievable. Three years, only nine Irish songs. Female Irish 10. songs, you mean, is it? No, any oh, Irish. Really? Wow. Was, yeah, any Irish. And only one of them was a female. Oh, and who was that, I wonder? Oh my God, I don't know. Oh, I wonder, is it that Eurovision one from last year? That was brilliant. No, I know Lisa Hannigan had a hit in 2016, so it might have been her. Um, the top spot was an Irish free zone from early 2015 up until late 2020 when Dermot Kennedy 
broke the run after his late late toy show appearance before Imelda May's 11 past the hour album topped the national album charts this month mm. and in, a, uh, in April 2020 an Irish woman has not been seen as a lead artist in the top album spot since Lisa Hannigan in 2016 so they referenced some other research that was done by the National Women's Council uh, in 2015 called Hearing Women's Voices and it found that women continued to be underrepresented across news and current affairs on all the Irish radio stations they monitored the figure was Overall figure was 72% for men and 28% for women. And that wasn't just for presenters. It was contributors and experts too. That's kind of unreal, isn't it? That's a Mm. big difference. Uh, And they say the only place where uh, Irish radio was uh, achieving gender parity was in its Vox Pops, which is kind of interesting. Mm. So the reporters are going out and getting vox pops and they know on the road i need to get three men and three women or whatever oh, hilarious. But, is happening, but the right? management don't know they need to get three men and three women yeah. you know yeah. so anyway the report analyzes how the charts have changed over two decades and how uh, streaming's effect on their compilation has radically reduced irish artists generally and particularly women artists uh, chances in the charts so the report concludes that the ecosystem within the music industry is certain what is played and included in playlists on radio and streaming sites equates to high chart success and those artists who chart high are given the main slots at festivals and across lineup bills there is no coincidence that it is a homogenized male playing field the data is there the highest percentage of artists and bands are white and male so the Why Not Her Collective urged gender quotas and legislative changes to be applied and introduced across radio to promote Irish talent across, sorry, Irish talent across all genres, genders, race, orientation, with diversity, equality and inclusion at the forefront because radio plays make or break careers. So that was very interesting. Yeah. You can find out more at whynother.net and they are on social media at why not her ire so ire at the end it's a and funny hashtag one. why not her because um i i don't really notice it now like obviously i listen to a good bit of radio but maybe it's because i listen to more things that have women on them though do you know what i mean like like on the weekends i try throw on like louise mcsherry on a saturday or sunday mm. morning as well so it's funny maybe it's that maybe that's why i don't notice it you know but then again like yeah, you know, I, I, I would have thought that it was fairly balanced when it came to music in general, you know, because you've massive people like, like I was saying when we were talking about this a month or two ago, you know, like Taylor Swift and Beyonce and Lizzo and all that, like who've been so globally massive, but then obviously mm. it's still a smaller number than it is the men. <laughs> yeah, the music yeah. Main. It's, and even um, at the Brits, I think that's why ago, stuff like this is important. The data, because you're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, there it is in yeah. black and white. You know, well, sorry, you were saying the Brits. It. But did you see a few weeks ago at the Brits, Little Mix won the best band? It was the first time a female group. First time, had won I couldn't it. believe it. I was yeah. like, did the Spice Girls never win that? Or mad. I mean, who else? It was just like, mad. There's lots of good female. But I think they called the year, out. But... Uh, didn't she call out? I think Leanne or one of them. I'm terrible. I don't know any other names. I think one of them is Leanne. One of them, anyways. Uh, Perry it was yes. Perry actually, or Perry. one of them. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Says, uh, you know, this is for the Spice Girls and the Sugar Babes and Girls Aloud. Like they were all massive, and none of them mm-hmm. ever they won were it. Massive, and they were around for a good few years. All yeah. of them. You know, you think they would have won out some year? Yeah, and the Spice but it was great Girls... to see them there with their two pregnant bellies yeah, and everything. They were fab. like smashing it, and they're so beautiful. All of them. Yeah, yeah good. Fair play to them. Even if you're not into them, fair play to them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's brilliant. Um, yeah, did you see Ollie uh, thing and Elton John? That was cool. I didn't even watch it. I kind of heard things. They did It's a Sin, you know, oh. off the back of It's a Sin on Channel 4 this year. Oh, right. um, Ollie was, 
well he's called years and years now as his performing name it's not they're not a band anymore it's just him um oh i know him now yes okay yeah so he played with elton john and they had a massive huge choreographed like setup it was really cool watch on youtube it's really cool really cool great dancers and all that kind of stuff but yeah so how did we get onto all of that oh Oh, yes women in music and stuff yeah it's just yeah they just need more of a leg up you know like everything else women need help to get to parity with men unfortunately so i hope this doesn't fall on deaf ears but they are making headlines with it like and this this got a bit of coverage when it came out and that all that Imelda May stuff we talked about you know so fingers Mm -hmm. crossed but Mm -hmm. um yeah i've i'm i'm up the walls at the moment because i've got all this uh coursework to do a course i'm doing is coming to um a finish so i'm gonna have to lock myself into a room for a week although that sounds like a holiday (laughs) (laughs) compared to my normal life um but yeah that's my next few days anyway so i don't have um much going on i'm gonna try and make some plans though to meet up with some more people now that we are more free yeah yeah i booked my first table reservation for dinner on june the 11 is that the friday yes i actually can't wait and i'll probably be absolutely stocious by about two hours seeing as you know we're not used to drinking out and about anymore Mm. or the cost of things which i also think we're gonna get so is the time limit still on the tables it is so from what i can see um if you go for food it's still one hour 45 minutes or two hours but okay. like our local pub there now they are they opened up their reservations all right but they are saying that like you book for your food but you can walk in for drinks so and i think that's gonna oh God, be you can walk in for drinks yeah Those but i think that words. that's going Jesus to well, walk out you're still outside like and you know obviously the weather that's hasn't amazing, been great lately though. but you know um i think it's it's going to be that sort of a yeah so you're kind of walking in most places to have a drink or whatever so that night even like we're we're, i think five o'clock i booked it it's a friday evening and i'm hoping that like after seven we can just stroll away somewhere you know and find an area to sit outside but like they're going to really have to cover things you know i see all right in princess street where a few of the pubs are you know that got a lot of press last Mm. year they've put in like these massive umbrellas all right i've seen some pictures of how it's going to be but like there's been a lot of very funny videos from the UK, obviously, uh, people sitting outside oh, people in the train. in the lashing rain. <laughs> oh yeah, they're gas. Look them up. They're hilarious. They can barely yeah. get the glass to their mouth. There's like, probably yeah, a Twitter account or Instagram account for that. So leave it with me. <laughs> Have a look. But um, very Your task, funny. should you choose to accept it. Yeah, very good. Oh. Yeah, at least like it's pretty warm at the moment. So look, fingers crossed. It's, um, yeah, I think this is the thing, manageable. you know, they're saying about fashion that like nobody's really going to be that dressy this year because even if we do go out because it's all outdoors that it's going to be very focused on being warm. So, so like puffer jacket. Yeah, like yeah. leggings and shorts under dresses and stuff like that, like to keep you warm. So that's kind of mm. a big thing the fashion industry is Do you know what? Like, like big shout out to all the people who work in the restaurants and the bars and everything yeah. who are probably like might be dreading going back to work or or maybe you're super excited about going back to work or whatever but their lives are changing dramatically Massive, probably yeah. again now Massive. so good luck and to I all what's going to happen with the hours there's no talk of like you know because they did say initially that there would be extended hours well they said that before any plan kind of came in so i don't know if it's mm. going to be like 
two o'clock in the morning thing but you'd assume with outdoors they couldn't do that like because of the noise levels or whatever but I mean listen I haven't seen two o'clock uh, in a very long time pandemic know, yeah. or no pandemic but there's I no need wonder... for two o'clock in the morning we'll all be gone home by half ten yeah yeah but I'm looking forward to a few day sessions you know they're the best crack so hopefully absolutely that's what I miss as well like nobody's gonna be well some people will be but I certainly wouldn't be rushing into a massive crowded bar and like no. rubbing up against people and all that jazz like no interest you know whereas like sitting in a quiet bar on a Sunday yeah. afternoon having a few pints mm. oh jeez that sounds like or heaven dinner. Look, I can't wait to we'll go get to there. dinner just because I'm so sick of cooking my own food you know all the time and I'm even sick of <laughs> takeaways at least your food tastes good <laughs> <laughs> but you know I'm even just sick what of about takeaways. the rest of us who can't even Ooh, cook I'm just huh? sick of takeaways as well you know, just mm-hmm. sick of the whole thing. I just really want a really nice dinner made by somebody else. That would be great. So, And we'll be seeing you for the June Bank Holiday weekend. A few weeks Looking to forward go to that. now before yeah, normality. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're nearly mm-hmm. in June now. So, mad, yeah. madness. Okay, well, listen, we will be back, of course, again next week with another episode of Fox Force 5. Uh, we'd love for you to join us. And in the meantime, if you enjoy what we do, please, please share it with uh, whoever you like and tell them how great it is. We would really appreciate it if you think it is. And follow us on social media at Fox Force 5 Pod. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody. Be good. Behave yourselves out there. Thanks, all. Have a lovely week. Bye.